And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity, but this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago, and now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com, and let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hey everyone, hi, my name is Heather Haywin. Welcome to another version of Like a Boss, insights with influencers and entrepreneurs and badasses like you. So I'm super excited today. You're probably wondering where the hell I am. First of all, I want to acknowledge Modern Profits. I'm actually in Florida, in Central Florida, in Orlando, Florida, and I am heading to the Modern Profits cruise and speaking on the cruise here in about 24 hours. So I'm super excited, probably wondering, my cool glasses is the Modern Profits new glasses and the Modern Profits hat. So that's a little shout out to Ross Williams, who is the owner of Modern Profits in the cruise I'm about to be on. This is the first year of the cruise. So if you're interested, go check out modernprofitscruise.com. Okay, cool. So I'm going to share with you the exact presentation that I'm going to be doing on the Modern Profits cruise. But of course, I don't have all the slides and all the fun stuff. You're just going to hang out with me here in Florida. So I want to do a shout out also to my girlfriend, Betsy Gordon. This is, she's here with me in studio, in studio and on her porch in Orlando, Florida. So now if you hear a bunch of background noise, it's called outside. (laughs) All right. It's called outside. There's a bunch of stuff. So do a little woo woo to Betsy. All right, cool. She's on air in the studio, but she doesn't want to be on on camera, which I totally get. So I am uh, super, thank you, Miss Betsy. Love you. This is going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to be talking to you about the seven habits. I'll give a little shout out to Betsy on this. She helped me create this while we were doing a little swim swim yesterday, uh, hanging out at the pool. So uh, here we are, seven habits of highly effective podcast guests. Oh, people. Oh my God. Okay. But let's start some basics. First of all, if you know who I am, if you're listening for the first time, I don't know where you've been, but my name is Heather Havenwood. Check me out at heatherhavenwood.com. This is like a boss, really focused on entrepreneurs and influencers and helping you grow your business, whatever that is. Now, most of the people that I work with have what I call services. Sometimes they have physical products, but usually there's some kind of service. Could be coaching, could be consulting, could be education, could be seminars, it could be events, whatever that is, like a some kind of service. Usually not an agency, sometimes it is, but usually it's is people that are selling their knowledge, okay? And that's perfect for, really perfect for, um, um, basically for podcasting, right? Um, so here we go. By the way, your friend Dina just called. 
Um, okay, seven habits of highly effective guests. Okay, how to get more exposure and visibility for your product or service. Okay, cool. All right, here's what we're gonna do. First off, first habit, you ready? Number one, begin with the end in mind. Now, what does that mean? Let's talk basics of any kind of product and service. Think of a triangle, okay? This is, you have to know this when you're moving into online marketing. You have to understand this triangle. It's a perfect triangle. I call know the house. Know the house you're living in. Think triangle, okay? We're gonna go through the triangle, each piece. Number one, your message. What the hell are you selling? What are you selling? What is your knowledge? Who are you helping? What's the, what is it? Is it a product or service? Is it coaching? Is it a, um, I do this for this? It, what is it? And what's the message behind it? What's the impact? You've got to really understand that you can say, well, I help you do Facebook ads, but what's the message in that? Well, why do, what's the, what's the pain you're relieving from doing Facebook ads? What that is, is you're helping them get leads, which relieves them right? Relieves them of a pain of finding new customers. So you can literally have a message of, we help people, you know, sleep at night because we help give them more leads. You have to think about the message of your business, not always oh, do Facebook ads. That's boring, right? You've got to really get that. So that's the first piece of the triangle. Go to the triangle. There's three M's, three M's. Okay. First one's message. We're not going to talk about that today. I gave you a little stint of that. The next one's the who, the market. So the message is first, then the market is second is the who, who are you talking to? Who's your, who's your focus? What do you, what, who actually are your customer? Okay. Who, 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 who? Now, again, we're not going to go into a lot of that today. We're going to go into the third element, which is the third element. We have message, right? What's the message? Who, who are you selling to market? What you do have to a little bit understand that a lot with podcasting is broad though. And the third is media, medium. Where, where are you going to find your customer? Now I'm going to be talking about one specific medium today. One, there's hundreds. Facebook ads is one. Google ads is another. YouTube ads is another. I can go on and on. Newspaper, good old fashioned. They still have ads. Um, you know, you can do all kinds of display advertising. You can do um, seminars. That's an ad. Me going to the profits cruise, modern profits cruise, me speaking is a medium, right? It's a medium of me getting in front of people. No one can trust them. It's a network. It's a medium. It's a media. Okay. It's one, but I'm going to talk to you today about podcasting specifically as a guest. Okay. So I want you to get that. That is number habit one, begin with the end in mind. And we're going to talk about media, which is podcasting. Clear, clear. Now I'm going to be speaking to you today from someone that you do not have a podcast. Cool. You do not have a podcast. Maybe you've heard, listened to them before, you know, they're hot, but that's all you got. Like, you're like, I don't know. It's very complicated and it can be complicated. I'd say this all to everybody. Business is, is simple, but it's not easy. Okay. It's not, it's simple. Make a product, sell it to people that want it but it's hard. There's a lot of moving parts. And as we move into technology, there's more moving parts. Podcasting looks easy. looks like me hanging out with my girlfriend here in Florida and I got a microphone and what the hell. But once you actually lay the content, there's a crap load of moving parts. So if you're a novice, I say, don't worry about that. Don't start a podcast. 
be a podcast guest. Now I'll tell you that's how I got started. Let me tell you the quick piece of that and why it's so important. I first got started in my first podcast in 2013 called The Sexy Boss Show. Technically, it failed. I did like six episodes with some girlfriends, and then like I threw it up there. And believe it or not, I get a ton of downloads now, years later. But at the time, I was like, well, this doesn't work. This is BS, and no one's listening, and no one cares. And you know, I just kind of like threw it to the wolves or something. But then, true story, 2015, I was listening to a podcast, and I loved the show. And I reached out to the guy, the email he gave out on the podcast, and I literally gave him a email and the the tagline, the subject line was, I'm not a psycho. (laughs) Swear to God, real big. I'm not a psycho. And I basically said, hey, listen to your show. It was really cool. I'm not a psycho. I want you to interview me. (laughs) And he he emailed me back and said, that was probably the best headline ever I've got. Let's do a show. So I sit in my PJs. I'll be honest, I didn't brush my teeth that day. And I am on a podcast. I did not do any video because that's not what he wanted. And we just kind of shot the shoot, as I call it. And we talked about what I did as an email marketer, what I talked about, affiliate marketing, performance marketing, uh, seminars. We just kind of shot the breeze, you know? And at the end of it, he was like, hey, cool. That was awesome. Thanks. And I thought that was fun. You know, that was it. That was the end of the deal. And about a week later, I get a phone call, an email from a random stranger in Minnesota. And he goes, I heard your interview on blah, blah, blah podcast. I want to hire you. And he came pay me $5,000. And here's what I thought. Well, crap. I didn't have to leave my house. I didn't have to get dressed. I didn't have to get on a plane. I didn't have to go through TSA and get felt up. And I got a client. How? Did that happen? Because I spent seven years of my life living in, when I lived in Florida, traveling the country, getting dressed, getting on a plane, getting felt up by TSA, you know, getting hit by some kid in the back with a plane. Like I had to do a lot to get clients back in the day. I had to speak in front of people and it was a lot of work to get there. And sometimes in front of 50 people or maybe a hundred, that was a good day. Here I am sitting in my PJs, barely, and I got a $5,000 client. I mean, that's when things started clicking. So I want you to get the power of that, okay? All right, so we're now number one, begin with the end in mind. All right, let's go back to, let's go to, go to habit two. Think big. Think big. Think infotainment. Here's what podcasting is not. It's not a sales ad, okay? Let's be clear. It's not a sales ad. Podcasting is a medium. It's what I call a big medium where people want to be infotained, Okay, let's be clear. You get on, you watch Ellen, maybe you watch Jimmy Kimmel, whatever your pot of pie. I like Jimmy Kimmel. And when we see an artist or an actor or actress on there, we all know they're there doing what I call the tour. Okay, right? They're doing the tour because they're promoting a book or they're promoting a movie or they're promoting whatever. And we all know, but they don't come out talking about it. They come out and they talk about their kids and their funny stories and their, I don't know, whatever. And Jimmy Kimmel does this whole fun. We're all entertained. We all giggle. We all laugh. We all whatever. And at the very end, Jimmy Kimmel goes, okay, go, go watch her movie. Blah, blah, blah. It's amazing. Like they literally get about maybe two minutes with the actual promotion. 
but that's before, after we've already know, liked, and trust them. We get to feel them and connect with them and like, oh, they're so cool. I love them. Oh my God, they're so nice or they're a jerk or whatever we think. And then we go, oh, I want to see their movie because I love it. I remember Jennifer Lopez was, Lopez was on Jimmy Kimmel and I was like, oh my gosh, her, she's so amazing. I got to go see a new movie. And then guess what happened? I went to see our movie. It, the promo worked. Okay. So my point is when you're thinking about podcasting, it's broad, it's infotainment. We all know if you're on a podcast, you're probably expert at something. You probably got a book. Maybe do, maybe don't. But don't be a jerk or biatch and be like, I'm so, I'm an expert at this. I'm an expert at that. You don't come on like that. You come on bigger, meaning storytelling, sharing who you are, sharing about your life, sharing about something. It's called infotainment. And that's why podcasting is a broad so a lot of the people that I know in the performance marketing world, aka affiliate world, aka media buying world, they come to me and go, well, how do you get an ROI off a podcast? I need to have, if I spend this amount of time, an hour of podcasting, I need to make this. I'm like, you can't think that way. I literally had a conversation this week with an extremely smart, smart multimillionaire. We had lunch in Austin and she said, well, if I do podcasting, I want to know my ROI. I go, I get your question, girl. You can't do it. You've got to think bigger. You got to think long-term. I've done 450 shows as a guest. That means there's 450 hours, hours, okay, of people interviewing me across the world wide web, as we call it, okay, all over, Spotify, Pandora. Put my name into Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, iHeart, iTunes, and you won't just see my show. You'll see all these other shows. The power of that is incredible. So I want you to get, it's not an ROI like that. It's a broad brush. You've got to be willing to put the, the time in. So just think about that. So number two, number two is think big, think big. I've been on all kinds of weird shows. I've been on um, a dog show where this guy focuses on people that have dog businesses, dog focused businesses, right? That's what he does. Um, I've been on a lawyer show. That was interesting. A guy that helps lawyers promote their business. That was interesting for me. I've been on all kinds of weird stuff. The only one that was really kind of interesting, the guy didn't want to do it. It was a sports show. He talked about football and he goes, how in the world are you going to come on my show? I said, here's the deal. This is good. I'm going to use the analogy of football for business and how people, including sports, including athletes, don't get on the field of business and life unless you're about to suit up and play the freaking game. And all you people in the stands, you got opinions? A little harder when you're on the freaking field, JK. All right, so that's what I talked about. He loved it. He was laughing. He's like, this is great. Oh my gosh. And of course, I had to throw in how much I love the Cowboys, but you know, that was a different conversation. So, all right, number two, think big intention. Let's go into three. Number three, seventh, third habit of highly effective podcast guests. You with me? Number three, seek first to understand then be understood. I'm sure you've heard that. But the podcasting world, I'll tell you what that means. Again, that seek first, understand, then be understood. If you're married, you really know what I'm talking about. Okay. Let's talk about Jim Rohn. If you don't know who that is, if you're a millennial, poor dears, I'm so sorry. Just look him up. So Jim Rohn says, you're paid for your value in the marketplace. Now, Jim Rohn was a phenomenal, phenomenal personal development speaker really one of those ones that still resonate today. And he was really big, mainly in the 80s and early 90s. 
But I love this quote because it's still relevant. You're paid for your value in the marketplace. What the heck does that mean? And when he was talking in the 80s, what we valued in the 80s in the workplace, what we valued is different than today. It is. I don't think the Kardashians could be the Kardashians in the 80s. I just don't. I just don't. What, what do we value in today's world? It's weird. We've kind of altered. We as human beings haven't altered that much, but what we like attract one and desire a little bit has altered. It's like our brain chemistry has kind of altered to different things. So the value in the marketplace has changed. The marketplace depicts basically what's valuable in today's world. And some people go, why don't they value me? I'm an expert. It's like, eh, but how infotaining are you? Like, are you just a boring expert? Back in the 80s, that was cool. Now everyone's a damn expert. Now everyone's a damn coach. I mean, what makes you different? Really what makes you different? And the people that makes it different in the coaching, consulting, speaking, education world is that they seek first to understand to be understood. They don't just throw their expertise out at people. Okay, that's a key piece. What is valuable in the marketplace today? For me, I talk about this a lot. The val- what we value today is being omnipresent. I don't think it's the Kardashians that we really value. It's that, that they are freaking everywhere. Even Trump. Again, I talk about Trump all the time, not because of policy. Uh-uh. I talk about the marketing of him. He's everywhere all the time. Even as freaking president, he got rid of his PR person. And now he is pretty much everywhere. He owns his message. Like him or not, that's what I'm talking about. He owns his message. Kardashians. Chris Kardashian, who is like the, the, the mastermind behind the Kardashians, okay? She's like knows that as long as her daughters are in the media, they're making money. It's constant, 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 omnipresent, okay? Trump knows that too. Other people, I can go down the list, Howard Stern, uh, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, there's other ones on, all, you know, even Ellen. Ellen does great too. Constantly in the freaking media, constantly. Good, bad, doesn't matter. Be everywhere all the time. Omnipresent is what we value in today's marketplace. Another way to say that, it's content. Like it or not, that's why Netflix is the king of the streaming world. Why? Because they produce content like freaking water. It's insane. Their valuation's insane. I can go into that, but I'm not going to. Netflix is insane. And they even talked about how, uh, you know, Disney wants to obviously going to open up streaming. They're talking about is they're going to be able to um, head ahead. They're going to definitely be a, a competitor, obviously, but they don't know at the level because Netflix produces content so much. All right, got, you got that, right? Number three, again, repeat. Seek first, understand, then be understood. Cool? Cool? Be omnipresent, bitches. Let's do it. Number four, number four, be seamless. Again, what we're talking about is being a podcast host. This, where, this is where it comes into what I call pre-show, during-show, post-show. So you ready? Because this is, this is the key stuff. Be seamless. Make it easy for people to do business with you. When I was a guest, I literally served the host. I served them up whatever they needed. I gave them the topics. I gave them the bio in first person. I gave them my one sheet. I gave them images in exact the exact way they needed. They needed PMG. They needed JPEG. They needed an eight by 10. They needed a three by five. I don't care. I gave them what they needed. I was seamless. I made everything easy. Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash media. You see exactly what I'm talking about. At any moment, anyone, 
radio, newspaper, online media. I was just interviewed by ABC uh, News in New York. I was just interviewed by Huffington Post. I was just interviewed um, by Thrive. And I sent them all to the same location. Everything they needed was right there. Okay. A couple things that's there. One sheet. Go to the top of my page, heatherhaywood.com forward slash media. You will see an example. Go there, click, see my one sheet and people rip it off. Obviously change your name, but rip it off, rip it off. Do exactly what I did. Here's what I did. Elements. Number one, bio, three to five sentences in the third person. Heather is, Mike is, Betsy is. Okay. Don't do I, don't do I. What the heck? What? A bio, a bio people, bio. I'll tell you a story. And it's, it, I'm not going to tell you names, protect the not so great. I had a interview with a guy who was a top PR guy, supposedly in the PR business for 50 years, supposedly. I get him on my interview show and he sends me his bio in first person. Like, I am so great. And I have been in the business for 20 years or whatever. And I'm like, yo, Mike, Bill, I can't remember his name. I can't read this. He goes, well, just turn it around. You know how hard it is to turn from first to third person? It's not an on the fly kind of thing. And I said, and I said, and by the way, I'm not your assistant, dude. I go, no, that's not my job. My job is to read the bio and to be a great, great interview for you. My job is not to do your job. We ended the interview. He got mad. He goes, how dare you? I'm like, I'm done. If you don't want to listen, if you don't actually want to have and be in front of my 100,000 listeners, that's cool. I have no problem with that, dude. Peace out. So you've got to be willing to be seamless and make it easy for the host, aka me, okay, in this situation, to do business with you easily and effortlessly. I don't have a personal assistant for my show. I do it all. So if you just send me one link, if you send me everything in my little to-do list, like I'm happy. Anybody else is like, oh, well, to be noticed, will be sent to you, blah, blah, blah. I literally will not have them on my show. Literally. I'll be like, mm, delete. I tell them that. You didn't fill out the form. Okay. I'm out. And they always like, why are you being like that? I'm like, because you got to make it easy for me to do business with you. Don't make me do so much work. But hosting a show is a ton of moving pieces. Just make it easy for me. Okay, people? Seriously. All right. So that's number four. Be seamless. It's called your speaker passport. Your one sheet is your speaker passport. It tells you where you've been, like what you've done, and where you're going. Where you've been and what you got going on. What's your mission? What are you doing? A few pieces of that bio we talked about too. And then the second one is key topics. So you have like three to five key topics, okay? Three to five key topics that you want the interview to focus on. So it could be three ways on how to make your puppy look beautiful, whatever. Can have like three to five of those topics so that someone like myself can look at the one sheet and go, oh, let's pick that one. Let's pick that. That one, that resonates a little bit more with my audience. Cool. See how that works? Don't give them one. Don't be a jerk and say, this is it. Give them three to five choices. And men, this is a little AKA to you as women. Women love choices. We love menus. So don't go home tonight and go, honey, I want to take you to dinner. Let's go to this place. No, 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 no. You say, honey, I want to take you to dinner at seven o'clock. I made reservations at this place, this place, and this place. What would you like, dear? And she's like, oh my God, you're so nice. I love you so much. That's how you, that's how you get a woman. You got to give them choices. All right, here we go. A little coffee cough. Seamless. So that's speaker passport. You have bio, 
you have key topics, okay? And then you have your information, which I call how to get a hold of you. And don't put your admin email, put your direct email. Put your direct email on your one sheet. It's important. It really is. Put your social media, put your main website. Don't put your thousand websites. Um, the person I had a, a great conversation with again this week, her name is Heather too. She's amazing. A little shout out. She's badass. She said, Heather, I've got 14 companies. She's, like I said, she's a badass. And I said, okay, she's like, how am I going to do podcasting on 14 companies? I go, well, you create what I call a hub. So do you have anything on your main name? She's like, not really. I go, okay, your main name is going to have your book and you're going to have like a list of all your companies. Like, you know, go to all the companies, like a wheelhouse. And she goes, oh, that makes sense. That way on a podcast, you give out one URL, one, 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 one. Okay. And then you can share about whichever company she owns a winery. So if she's on a show that a winery fits, she could talk about that and go, by the way, the name of the winery is blah, 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 but you can go to my website and you can get more information, right? So that way people can see your world. Okay. Let people see your world, make it easy for them to do business with you in every sense of the word. You cool? AKA don't make the host work for it. We got enough going on over here after we do the editing, okay? All right. All right, here's the deal. Let's see. Number five. Number five. Be a gracious guest. Okay, I'm from the South, and I remember going to all kinds of, oh gosh, parties and events and Thanksgivings, and my mom would be there, and she would just hammer me and my sister, don't show up empty-handed you know, be nice, take your plate, put it in the sink, you know, stuff that, stuff that I didn't do at home, right? Put it in the sink, be nice, wipe the canas, do whatever they say, go to the guest bathroom, don't go to the master. Like you do the things for the host that you usually don't do for yourself at home, okay? You do the things for them. You treat them like the host. You're in their house. Like once I was at a house and they're like, take your shoes off. Now to me, I didn't want to take my shoes off. My toes weren't done. I'm like, what? They're like, take your shoes off. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't question that. It's their house. I'm in their house. When you're on my show, you're in my house. You're in my house. When I was on other people's shows, I was extremely, what do you need? How long is the show? How long do you want there to be a show? What do you need? How can I best serve your people? Because if you're on my show, I'm like letting you into my family. I'm letting you into my Thanksgiving dinner. These are my people. These are the people that I serve. I serve you, the audience. I serve you. And so if someone's coming onto my show, I want them to have that same generosity of like, I'm here to serve you as the host and your people. How can I add value to you? That's the mindset. And if you come on my show and don't have that, Ixnay, nook out. Just had it two weeks ago. I had some prima donna on the show. Within 10 minutes, she was very prima donna. And I looked at her and said, hey, girl, we don't have to do this show. And she started getting mad at me. And I said, hey, I'm out. I, I don't need to put up with this. It's all cool. I wish you all the best. And I hung up. You know, and then I got a call from the PR person. And believe it or not, the PR person that connected me was took my side because like she's being a not just to you, to, to other people. And I said, yeah, because she's not gracious. And here's the thing, people, hosts like me, we talk. You don't think I emailed three of my friends and going, I don't know if you got this person pitched to you yet, but don't take a, I mean, people, I talk. I've also done the opposite. 
I get someone who's really good and I go, I'm going to connect you to three or five other podcasters. Email, dude, you should interview this person. They rock. They're awesome. They have a ton of value. They're cool. Boom. You got five new shows on your plate. You got to be able to be willing to be gracious guest. I have had so many doors open to me because I serve the host and I serve their audience. I do. I'm like, I'm here to serve you whatever you want. All right. That is number five. Be gracious guest. You cool? You ready? Remember, we're seven habits. We're on number seven. Number six. By the way, little Betsy, a little shout out. Woo, 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 woo. Okay, cool. Here we go. Number six. Synergize. Synergize. Now, I'll tell you a quick story, having got into podcasting. I'm really good at it. I got to be honest. I, I enjoy it. I like it. I'm good at it. It's my wheelhouse. Um, but as the universe has it, right? Something happened. My mom died in 2014. And my coach at the time, Kim, she says to me, now go do something really weird. Like, I don't know what, but like do something local like an art show. I don't know. Do something weird that gets your mind off of it. So I'm not kidding. I looked at my, where I live in downtown and there's a theater, uh, 0.7 miles from my house. I could walk there. And I thought, well, I wonder if they have classes because it's really close <laughs> and they have improv classes. And I thought one-on-one improv, it was 200 bucks one night a week for five weeks. I'm like, I can commit to that. That's, about as much energy I had. And I was kind of depressed. I was going through a lot. So she said, yeah, just do that. That sounds cool and interesting and weird. So I started to do that. And then the six or five weeks ended and then everyone went to 102. And I'm like, well, I got to hang with the crowd. You know, I got to like, I kind of became friends with these people. So I got to hang. And then I was on 102 and then 103 and then 104 and then 105 and then 106. I was there for a full year every Tuesday. I did it for a week every year. And at the end, you know, the owner of the school is like, Heather, you got to like get out. We got nothing else for you. You can't buy anything else. I loved it. Improv, podcasting is improv. Jimmy Kimmel, improv. Ellen, improv. The baseline of all comedy is improv. There's literally an art to improv. And podcasting is improv. And I can see and tell when someone comes on my show and has any kind of experience in improv because improv teaches you how to go into a situation not knowing how it's going to go, especially in media, and be able to go with it. If you look at Ellen, watch Jimmy Kimmel, any of these kind of interview, sometimes, sometimes they know the direction. They know the direction of going to be the interview, but everything's improv. It's like boom, 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 because that's why things just get so funny and, and light and hearted because it's in the moment. You can tell it's in the moment. And sometimes you can see it's, it's like, oh, they, want, they wanted that question to be asked, and that's cool, but improv is key. So that's number six. You got to synergize. When I get someone on and they're stiff, they're like, oh, you, you didn't tell me you were going to ask that question. I'm like, I don't, I don't. Some people don't like that. I do not give questions prior. Nope. I just don't. I want to be in the moment. I want to have a conversation. It's like a date. You don't go to the date the first day and go, well, I need to know every question you're going to ask me before, before we go on our coffee date. What? You just go and you show up and you be yourself and you synergize and you feel off the person and you partner with them and you make it a great conversation or you kill it off, right? It's up to you, but you've got to be willing to be a partner. If you're like, I don't know how to do that, right? I don't want to do that. Then go to improv class. A dear friend of mine, I'm going to totally slam for a second, Troy Parker. Love ya. 
him and I are in a conversation about creating a podcast. One of my reservations to him, and I've told him he's an actor by trade, is he's taken no improv classes. And he wants me to give him a detail of stuff. And I'm like, boyfriend, girlfriend, podcasting is not like that. It's very in the moment. We can have a topic of the day, like, okay, we're talking about this today, and then we're going to move with it because you can improv in the moment, okay? Like right now, I have my seven and I've written these out, but a lot of what I'm sharing is personal experiences in the moment. A lot of it's improv, like, oh, I got that story. Oh, I got that story. I'm going to add it now because it fits into this particular habit. You've got to be willing to do that. And so if that scares you, that freaks you out, one, podcasting might not be for you, but number two, Go to improv class, 101, baby, 200 bucks in your local theater area. I promise you there's improv everywhere. So that's number six, synergize, partner with me. The worst thing you can have is a, for, as a host is have what I call someone who's a drain as a guest. They like, they come in like, oh, okay, ask me questions. Like, what do you do with that? That's it, it, like going on a date and literally like, okay, I'm a man ask me what you want before we go on our second date. I'm like, dude, there's like, it's a synergy. It's a partnership thing. You got to connect. You got to be willing to partner and be a partner. If this is, um, I watch Ellen all the time and Jimmy Kimmel. I watch Barbara Walters, old stuff, because I'm looking for how they go into a situation with a celebrity, with a star that they might not like. Y'all think that all celebrities like each other. They don't. You know, you think all celebrities like politicians. They don't, but that's their job. So how do they go into a situation and make their guest look awesome, right? How do they make them look awesome? That's their job. And play with them and they personally don't like them. How do they do that? I watch. I, I learn. Barbara Walters is just a phenomenal interviewer. Oprah is amazing as well. Jimmy Kimmel though and Ellen are live. And so it's a little different kind of synergy. And I like that because they, they do play and sometimes they make mistakes and how they overcame those are really awesome. So again, uh, synergize, be in partnership. Number six, you ready? So that's during the show. Do you get where we're going? Number five was the prior, the make it easy to business with you. That's the pre. Number six, we're in the show. You got to flow. Got to be like water. Got to be like water. You got to be flexible like water. All right. Number seven. Seventh habit of, of highly successful podcast guests. Here we go. Number seven. Ready? Think, win, win. This is post-show. Okay, guys, guys and gals, listen. If you're on my show, I expect you to promote the show that you're on. I do. I also expect you when you come into my show to moment, in that moment, take a little Instagram video or a story video and go, I'm on the Heather Havenwood like a boss show. What's up, Heather? And post it out to your people. I expect you to take a picture of us together on the interview and post it out to your LinkedIn. Why do I expect that? Because it's called thinking win win. Okay. I'm about to push you out to my 87 to hundred thousand listeners. You pushing out to your people too makes everyone, we, we elevate everyone, right? You don't go down to the tide. You raise the tide. When we all raise the tide together, we all win. All right? It's like a podcast party. It's, kind of, it's called a thank you card. Okay? Thank you card. Thank you card. When I go to someone's home, I send a thank you card. Thank you text something. 
got to be willing to be think win-win and be the thank you. Endorse, share. Even if it's, oh my God, I was just on Heather's show. It was amazing. It's coming out in five months, four months, two weeks. It was amazing. I highly suggest you listen to her show. It was cool. That is thinking win-win. Not prima donna, like, let me know when my show's out and I may or may not promote it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't do that. Don't be a jerk. Think win-win. Okay, that's the seven habits, people. But today, today only, I'm going to give you a bonus. Because I'm like that, Bets. Yes. I'm like that. I'm like that. Exactly. Bonuses. Bonuses. Bonuses are great. Bonus. Bonus. Habit number eight. Bonus. Write it down. It's a write it downer. Find your voice and inspire others to find theirs. Can I get a wah-wah? I am just like breathing it in, baby. Breathing it in. Breathe that in. Take a breath. Breathe it into your diaphragm. Own this. Own it. Are you owning it? Are you owning your voice inspiring others? Or are you on a podcast or have your own show because you just think you're so great? (laughs) This is not about you, people. Have you not figured that out yet? It's about inspiring. It's about finding your own voice to inspire others to find theirs. There are so many people that are come before me that have inspired me, including Miss Betsy, to find my voice. They help me find their voice because they're on their journey finding theirs, inspiring other people too. Right? Law of reciprocity, baby. This is all about promotion of yourself such that you help others to find their voice and promote them. That's what this is about. People go, what, what do you, you know, why do you think you're great? Cause you have a media card and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't go into that world. Some people get all into my face about that. I'm like, I, I mean, technically I'm a national K radio host. Technically I have a media card, which is cool. I'm still learning how to do that one, but I don't think that way. How I think is how can I surf? How can I find my own voice? get out of my own way so I can serve and inspire you to find your own voice, whatever the heck that is on, whatever that is, political, not political, you know, you're focused on cannabis, health and wellness, you want to share your personal story, whatever that is, that's the intention of being a guest. It's truly the opportunity to help others and inspire others to find their voice. That's the point of podcasting. That's why I think honestly why podcasting is tripled in size the last couple of years. Is it a way to communicate? Yeah. Is it a way to promote? Yeah. Is it a medium? Yeah. But honestly, it's, it's a way to get inspired. It's a way to be inspired. It's a way to inspire, right? So think about that. All right, everyone, this is Heather Havenwood. I've gone a little far today, but I just really want to acknowledge you for listening. And I it really, really encourage you, even if it's just one show, if you've never, ever been on a podcast, that's okay. Go on one show. And I'm going to also just leave you with this. Don't be like a, a jerk. I've had this people say to me, well, I'm only going to be on top shows. How many shows have you been on? It's like me and TV. Like I'm not going to be like Jimmy Kimmel tomorrow. One day I will. Right. Jimmy Kimmel tomorrow. I've got to learn my way up TV. I've got to learn the ropes of those 450 podcasts I've on. Some were big. Some, the, the host even said, Heather, I haven't even published mine yet. You're my first one. I'm like, let's do it. 
it's not about that. It's about inspiring others because when I inspire others, I inspire myself and when I inspire myself and others, I help the world. That's what it's really about. That's really about. So again, this whole podcast, this whole show today was about helping you increase visibility and exposure using and leveraging podcasts today. And that gave you the seven habits of highly effective podcast guests. Hope you enjoyed. Please share if you did. Like or comment below, and I will talk to you on the other side. Be you, be real, be the boss of your life. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy SEAL of probiotics, is now available at Energy with heather.com look tens of thousands of real people including myself has used p3om to manage constipation bloating gas acid reflux abdominal pain and much more look as you'll learn when you go to energywithheather.com p3om uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut So your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com coachwithheather.com and let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at influencertribe.com 
where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to callwithheather.com. For more, go to heatherhavenwood.com.